Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, living in Shmasim Rosh Hashanah, Mordechai Luschos, Akiva Simcha Ben Fego. Here we have a siyum learning with his younger son is our neighbor Nusi Gino. You know, I don't know how exactly. These are the real Flapush Chevra, and here's my very, very good friend from my youth, Chanok Horowitz. Also, he's Dafiyavi Magichir for many cycles already. This is from the Lakewood Scoop. Serious eight minute Dafiyavi fan. On the Scoop. Our boys, what do we have here? We have the Toronto representative. We have Mayor Planka, Ayer Blau, and Charlie Zolti. And I'm going to be reading from them. Oh, I forgot to bring all the small cards. You saw that day, the guy dumped on my desk. A whole bunch. So I'll have to get to, Oh, here it is. MDY Toronto. We just finished our Toronto scene Rosh Hashanah. And all we can say is, wow, we more than doubled the participants and had close to 60 people at the scene. It was an amazing sign of Achdus Ahavaz Yisrael. Seeing Yidin from all backgrounds from across the city unite for a single cause. Bimarbet's Torah. And good wine, of course. Uh, our invitation to our friends in Quebec, stay of MDY themed rooms worked. Yoni Renner from Montreal came in for Shabbos and joined our MDY Toronto Seum. This demonstrates the essence of MDY. We truly are one family. The chesed that is generated from MDY is overwhelming. We have the schus of having Dr. B join us and being Messiah his first Masechta ever. Now, not only was it his first Seum, it was his first time learning Gemara. This is the Kayak of MDY. You can literally see how Torah can light up in a Shama. And enclosed is a gift, the Hanukkah gift, beautiful. I, then I opened it and I saw it's a, uh, what is it called? A uh, lucite piece of, uh, you know, the brachas for Hanukkah, beautiful stuff. And handwritten cards. I'm not going to go through all of them. I didn't bring them with me, but th- there are a lot of them. And subscribe for all the handwritten cards. <laughs> Dear Aveli, I'm going to skip through all the, the I wanted to express my akars and let you know the impact you've had on my life. This past Shabbos is truly a remarkable moment for me and my family. First. I realize it's been a whole year since I joined this year at the beginning of Pesachim. Second, and more importantly, I was Messiah Rosh Hashanah together with my 11-year-old son, Ezi. Ezi and I, for the next 30 days, I just skipped a little bit to every day, given my work schedule and this schedule. Most nights we didn't start this year until 9.30 p.m. for 11-year-old. I never in a million years thought he'd make through the whole Masech, to make it through the I didn't push him to take up uh, upon this endeavor. He did it all on his own initiative. There's no way he would have done something like this outside of MDY. Ravelli, you provided me with the most amazing bonding experiences I've ever had with my son. On Shabbos, my Ezi made his first name on Gemara, and he couldn't and wouldn't have done it without you. It's memory. I will cherish forever. Eitan Bernstein, Springfield, New Jersey. This is from Yuri Weiss. Then he goes on. It's a whole thing. Skipped around. In your intro to Tainus, he spoke about your son and his personal notes. It hit me, and I really cried. You see, like your son, I'm 19 years old. And to say it short, have a very hard time learning. And added to that, I've been burned by the yeshiva system. Also went through going through, and although he's physically in yeshiva, however, more than that, I can't say. And after hearing your story with your son, it hit me. The power of connection one can have to it, the Gemara, I guess he's talking about, and the bond it creates. I thought to myself, what can I do to feel that ownership? And at that moment, decided I'm going to start, and I'm going to write notes and review it with Hashem's help. I'll have that feeling of closeness. And you wouldn't believe, Baruch Hashem, I'm still going strong and hope to merit to be able to celebrate finishing at the end. So for me, your son is my role model and hope that we both come back to the yeshiva system. And with the klal 
of kolam ispal biad chaveroi unanetchila. I daven that all those in my situation find achievement, success in our learning. And if you want, he says, if you want to listen to the shir, you don't have a computer, you can go. I didn't know this. I guess I knew, but I didn't know the number. 718-298-2077 and press 1 for the speakers. I'm speaker number 1,000. What? 11,000? Try 1,000 and if that doesn't work, 11,000. Or you can go through 1,000 all the way through 11,000. Yudi Weiss, MDY 235, he chose his own number. It says like this, from Ayer Rosenfield from California. Thank you, the Klai Yisrael, the great work you do for Gemaras. I personally don't need a Gemara as I have a couple of them to give out. I can definitely use some more. I'm learning with all negatively labeled boys who have been thrown out of class in Yeshiva from 8th grade through 12th grade here in Los Angeles and I personally finished Shas with the help of our school three times. I started as a bum and a big Amaritz in 10th grade at the 2005 Siyam, didn't even know Asher Yotzer Balpeh and now Baruch Hashem at least I know Ashrei by heart. I know the power of it, so I've been sharing it with the boys I learn with and showing them how Gishmak learning really is when you have the right tools. It would be amazing if you can send me a box of Gemaras. I'll get more boys to join the DAF. We'll have them sign up to Yashir. I'd love to get in touch with you, Ari Rosenfeld. So, if you go to growmdy.com, that's what we, do. we did last time, the first time. Ten people took us up on it. So now we have another guy. Hopefully we'll get 20, 30 people. <clears throat> You could order a box of Gemaras if you're a legit person. You're not going to sell them off, you know, in the local corner. You're going to try to get people with it. Or like the barber, take a box of Gemaras. He sent us another video of him uh, trying to convince somebody. Takes a box of Gemaras. And th- with that, we just introduced the new Masech, the Megillah. We're starting nice and strong with Megillah. We printed 2,000 Gemaras, more than we did for Tainas. And Bezer Hashem, we're going to get rid of all of them. We're going to have a bunch of people joining us. So that's one way. If you think that by giving out a Gemara, not calling somebody up, but actually going over somebody giving a Gemara, I think it really works. And Givaldic. Now we have to go, unfortunately, to the sponsors. Unfortunately. No, I mean, I know that I want to hear more emails. We have more pictures even. We'll leave this for tomorrow. This is a CM where? I'm not going to read this now, but this is the CM in Woodmere. Okay, I just read it. We look forward to growing. Okay. I don't know what's going on. Woodmere has their own thing. Isn't where's Ben Klein? Who is this? This North, 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 and the and the South are different. Okay, I just learned something. It's already it's a breakaway, breakaway from Ben, Ben Klein. Okay, Mishnah is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families. Before Shlema from Miriam Esther Bas Dvoira. Parasha Chayyudish Chayyish Kizur is sponsored by Yoyli Lilish with Dov Pinchas Ben Dov Pinchas Ben Moisha. Ruchama Chayyir from Bas Dov Pinchas Yichil Shraga Ben Avram Alevi. Parasha Chayyudish Reuven Klein. For his mother, Nechama Baskolev. Paras HaChodesh, the Hannes brothers, in honor of the handsome Zebdia, Crispin, Benzera families, and Shlomo Zerim for inspiring us to join MDY. Now, I want to tell you something amazing. The famous Chaim, the anonymous Chaim from Lakewood, donated a full month of Koylo, $10,000, the second time he did it this year. Why? As a Karasatoyev to the Koylo for helping the Shear. They do help tremendously for the Shear. We have a Karasatoyev to the Koylo, 10 grand, he sponsored the entire month. Doylem gets a better and amazing cheer, he says. And Stru says, how do you know? Maybe I did it all myself. Fredo Bas Rechel Charna, Rufur Shleima, and that his sons, he and his son should have a cheshik in Torah in Yiddishkeit. You the chef, as we're making a vart today for our son, Moshe Ruvain, and his Kala Chavi Schwartz of Toronto, Canada, may the Zarecha to build a Bais Nemon be Yisrael. 
And Meir and Chaya Bolel, this is the last one. Lili Nishmas, our father and father-in-law, Rebizu David ben Arav Eliezer Lopian, who's 13 years old today, is Lofet Torah, will always be remembered. May his neshama have an aliyah. Today is Daf Tess. Amazing Gemara's here. Continue with the whole theme, the whole Agadita. Oh, this doesn't go away. Okay, this one tomorrow. These Zisa kids. We'll show it tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Is he here? Who's the guy that made this? It's you! She! Okay. Bezer Hashem. Tomorrow we'll talk about it. Last words on Daf Chesam and Bez. The famous, famous concept that we all know. Aser to Aser. You give Meiser to Aser. Aser Aser. If you give Trumas or Meisers, you will become wealthy. So we have to see Tysus. Tysus starts off saying, all the way in the top, it's an amazing Tysus. I'll read the whole thing for you. You don't have to read the whole thing, but the beginning of Tysus. Tysus is of the opinion, and many Rishonim are of the opinion, that it's not just produce, it's also cash. So if you make, in our days, we don't have produce, we make money. So we have to give 10% of that for Meiser. There are those, the Bach and others, look at the Shukhnarach, they hold that it's the Rabbanon. And some say even, not even the Rabbana. According to Taisus, now Taisus goes on to look, come down 27 lines from the top. I'll give you time, I'll give you time to read it, to, to find it. I did the counting for you. Taisus says a crazy story. It's an amazing story that teaches us a very valuable lesson. It says like this. There was a guy that inherited a thousand core field from his father and his father warned him. He said, I want you to take 10% and give to the poor. So the first year, of course, like every good person does, he listened to his father. Mamish, human behavior. He gave the 10%. But he saw it's going well. He figured, why do I have to give 10%? Give a little less. So he gave a little less. And guess what happened? The field produced less. So he gave less the next year. He didn't have the hint. The field started producing less. Until finally, says Taisvis, the field produced 10% of what it used to produce. It only produced a hundred So his family dressed up in Big Day Shabbos and they came to say Shalom Aleichem to him. He says, what, you mocking me? Why are you coming like this? They said, no, we're very impressed with you. Until now, you were giving tzedakah, HaKadosh Baruch was the Kayan, you were the Yisrael. Now, it seems like you became a Kayan. Hashem took 10% of your field and gave it to you. What do the Tzadakas mean? Tyson says that if you don't give the proper amount of trumas and maestris, then your business will fail. That's what Tyson says. Okay? I don't know if this is 100% connected, but there's another excuse to read another beautiful email. It says like this, please don't mention my name. I saw an ad that you're giving away for your Gemara. I'm skipping around here. I was deciding back and forth. I'm not sure I could commit. I don't want to waste a sponsorship on someone who's not dedicated. Me. I was very busy at work behind some projects due to the holidays being off and all. So I decided, no, I won't start. After a few days of finally deciding no, I surprisingly get notice from my employer that I'm being terminated. Let go. So I took this as a bas call. Now what's your excuse? After a day or so of dealing with the rejection, I signed up and started the daf. And I started learning daily. It became an amazing start of my day after davening, giving me structure and sense of accomplishment. I also started learning at home after Shabbos and Sunday. Some weeknights. And my wife and kids noticed as well and started echoing good morning or boy say ah. 
Baruch Hashem, before the Masechta had even finished, I received a verbal offer for more money from a better company than I was there before. I got the official offer and Baruch Hashem starting soon. But boy, say, sometimes it's not, oh, it's a good thing to learn, it's a good thing to do chesed. If we don't learn, we don't do chesed, then we lose our jobs. We lose, I'm, I'm, going, I'm taking this email, I'm going in the reverse of him. It's not that he started the daf and that's why he got a job. He lost his job. He, what's important in his life? Job, more projects, more projects, learning, weiter, chesed, later, everything's later. No. If you don't do what you need to do, you lose your field, you lose your job. That's what Tyson says. You need to do what you need to do. Weiter. Ramosha Feinstein says, by the way, I saw an amazing Ramosha this morning. If you know how to teach Torah, you know how to learn, you have to teach other people how to learn. How much time do you need to spend on that? Says Ramosha, 10% of your day, 10% of your time. You hear this? You have to take somebody under your wings, everybody, and teach them how to learn Torah. Or, if you want, you can make me your shliach, bring another person to MDY. Ramosha doesn't say that, but whatever. You ever knew this from Moshe? It's Givaldic. It's good. I like it a lot. People don't realize. You have a chiv to teach other people Torah. Everybody. You don't have to be a Rebbe. If you know how to learn a little bit, you learn to daft today, teach it to somebody else. 10% of your learning or 10% of your time? Your time. Your time. 10% of your money, 10% of your time. I know it's a lot. Okay, use it on your children, whatever. Oh, my late. So, says the Gemara. Two lines down. Ask your Rebbe Yechon and Linuka Dereshlakish. So, you know what? Let, we'll skip ahead. I'll tell you the story now. The, the story is an amazing story. It's brought down in Bamatsiya that the, they had an argument, Rabbi Yechonon and Shlokish, about knives. Had a, had a fashion a knife, and also Rabbi Yechonon said something that was a little insulting, maybe, to Rabbi Shlokish. And he said, You're a listim. You used to be a robber, so you know about knives. And Rabbi Shlokish immediately stucked him back, sort of, and he says, Maya Hanesli. What good are you? You didn't do me any good. I used to be a Rebbe before, and I'm a Rebbe now. Rashi learns that he meant to say, I was the Rebbe of the robbers, and now I'm a Rebbe. Tyson says he meant to say that before he was a Listim, he was once from, he was once a Rebbe, he went off the derech, became a Listim, a robber, and then he went back on. So he's a Rebbe before, Rebbe after. Rebbe Echen didn't help me. Rebbe Echen got really insulted. My honestly, I brought you to Torah. What do you mean, my honestly? He's makbed on him, and it ended up that Rishlokish died. Rishlokish was married to Rabbi Yochanan's sister. Rabbi Yochanan's sister came and she's begging, please make sure that he doesn't die. Rabbi Yochanan says, I'll take care of this kid. Here's the kid. He bumps into him. What do you learn in Chedid today? Now, this is tricky. If you don't have an art scroll, who's Omalei? Usually, Omalei means Asitaser. The kid told Rabbi Yechonon, and Omalei is Rabbi Yechonon says back, no, over here in this Gemara, it's the kid is talking twice. Omalei asa da'aser, Omalei, and then the kid says, Rabbi Yechonon, uncle, umay asa da'aser, what does it mean? Omalei, so Rabbi Yechonon tells the kid, asa b'shvil shetisasher, like we just said the story last week, we can say it again, because it's a beautiful story from Fischl, he was doing terribly parnasa wise in the beginning of COVID, his whole parnasa, as you know, caters the terrible, everywhere terrible, he had very, very little money. But he decided to give a thousand dollars to I don't know if it was Donnie or here in into to the guys in the daf. And that day, that day, he gave a thousand dollars and he got a bunch of people to give money. Look over Pesach because people weren't doing well. 
And that day, he made $10,000 arrived in the mail, $10,000 didn't expect from the government. And from there, it started going on until the rest is history. He was able to donate $80,000 worth of Gemaras this year. So the kid says, how do you know they become wealthy if you give 10%? So Rebbe says, you know what? Why don't you try? You have a 10 shekel? Give a shekel to this dog. Let's see what happens. This is a sharp kid. This is a rishlokish kid. What? You're allowed to test out Hashem? It says, Mephurish in the Pasuk. I learned the Cheder. You're not allowed to test Hashem. Shabbat says, yeah, very good. Rabbi Shai said, Pshato, beautiful kasha. Chutz mizu. This is the one exception in Torah. You could test Hashem. Shinemar. Hoviu es kol ha-maser. El-beis ha-oitzer v'yiterev b'veisi. U-b'chanuni. B'chanuni is a lotion of test. Test me. No, b'zoi soma Hashem tzvokois. Im lo'i eftach lochem es ha-rubis ha-shomayim. V'ari koisi lochem brocho. Ad b'lidai. I will pour bracha until there's no end. My Adbili die. Until your lips will become so sore and worn out from saying die. Uh, so much bracha. The Pnei Shua says that die, when you say die, say it. You don't use your lips. So how can you wear out your lips? That's the pshat. You'll never wear out. The bracha will keep on going. It won't wear out. By the way, last time we sang the song, I don't know, in bracha somewhere, it's a Shlemy Klein from Crown Heights. says, that's a Lubavitch Shinigin. What are you guys, Litvak, singing Lubavitch Shinigunim for? I don't know. Every, every song I sing. <laughs> every song we sing. What was it? It's a Lubavitch Shinigin, he tells me. It is? How do you know? We love the Lubavitches. We love the Lubavitches have great nigunim. My die. Omer Says the kid, if I would have gotten to that pasuk myself, I don't need you, Rabbi Very sharp. Okay. The only reason I didn't know this is because I never got there. I'm, I'm in second grade. We didn't get to that pasuk yet. Rabbi bumps into his nephew again. The Yosef Omar Ivelis Adam to Salad Darkoy. Amazing possible. A person goes, does wrong, and who does he blame? It's human nature. No matter what happens, you're always blaming somebody, the wife, the children. You know, because of this. In, in this case, things are not going well for him. He blames Hashem for everything. Yosef Rabbi Yochanan become a Samah. Rabbi Yochanan was wondering to himself, says Rashi. Everything in Navi and Ksuvim is, is, has some hint from the Torah. There's nothing in Navi and Ksuvim that's not hinted already in the Torah. Where is it hinted? So the second grader says, Of course it's wrong. This I did. I did Bereshis. I know this. Think about it yourself for a second. Where is it in Bereshis with the story of Yosef at Tzadik? When they got the money back, 
they had a fear. Look what Hashem did to us. It's not Hashem. You did it to yourselves. You put yourselves in this position. It's famous. Rashi brings it here. Rebbechon had very long eyebrows. He used to use a, a silver tweezer to lift up his eyebrows if you want to see. So he starts lifting his eyebrows. So Rebbechon's sister comes running. She grabs her son and takes off. Get out of here. Save your life. He shouldn't put his eyes on you like he did to your father. He killed your father. Let's get out of here. It's possible that it rains, says Rashi, what if a person mistakenly planted his, his crop late in the season? It's possible Hashem will give him a one-on-one rain just for him. It'll rain, or if a guy lives in a non-Jewish city, it'll rain just for him in his chos. Parnasa, when it comes to fruit and parnasa, Hashem doesn't do it for yachid, it has to be a rabbim. Again, once again, the idea, continuing from yesterday, the idea of rabbim. Unbelievable. If you weren't here yesterday, and you didn't, you're not going to listen to this year, we have to chazer again. If you daven, and you have no idea what you're saying, you might be even saying shtusim, if your betzibur Hashem could listen to it. It has a power because your betzibur mashenki, when you be yachid and you say shtusim, it remains shtusim. It's singular. So Hashem will open up the heavens and, and pour the rain for your land. Lochem is Rabbim. Lechem is Parnasa. Lechem comes for the Klal and not for individual. I'll ask you a question. You see, that parnasim comes for the individual. We had three parnasim, three people that because of them we had parnasim. Eloin, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. They lived together, and they each one brought a gift. The Be'er Miriam, as it's known, the Anon comes for Aaron and Mon from Moshe. Once Miriam was nifter as the bear went away. Immediately afterwards, there's no more water. And it came back because it says like this. Oh, this is not good. I need it over here. He told me not to put it too far over here. Something about, okay, is this okay? You say yeah, but Chaim Snow said that it does something to the focus. The two of you. So if you want the water to continue, we need the schos of two. And before Zeraz, because of Miriam. Once Aaron was lifted in his talqah and covered. The six clouds that protect the Klai Yisrael and the one in front, the seventh that plowed through everything that we had. When we learned in Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, places over there on the top says that's referring to Amalek. This is the famous Amalek. What happened that Amalek decided to go to war? The protection of Klai Yisrael went away. And he thought, because there's no protection, it's a, it's a great opportunity to attack Klai Yisrael. 
So, here's the pasuk, beautiful. Yisrael saw, the whole nation saw, that Aaron died. So if you read ki means im, that, okay, that's how we read it. What did they see? That Aaron died. Okay, there's another way to read it, says the Gemara. Ki could also be because. They were fearful because Aaron died. They were fearful because they lost Ananiah Kavit. So it depends how we read the word ki. If ki is that, that's the simple meaning. Everybody saw that Aaron died. Or vayiro, it doesn't say vayiro that they saw. They were fearful because, not that, because he died. Says the Gemara. Omer I'll take vayiro that they saw. Ela vayiro. They were fearful. By the way, the end of that story, it says that Rabbi Yochanan was very sad that Rishlakish's brother was Nifta. He says this is his strongest Talmud, Talmud Vosik, says Rashi. He was very, very bizarre. They had to come and be Menachem, it was a whole. So these are the, the four Lashoinas. Ki Yikare Kantipar is if. If you stumble upon a nest, you do Shiloh it could also mean Dilma, perhaps. Perhaps you'll say in your heart, and then, but, Vayoymer Tesara, Loi, Kitzachakt, no, Ella, you did laugh, and also because, Hoidul Hashem, you should thank Hashem, Ki Tai, because He's good. So Ki is Mishamish in four different ways, and over here we see the difference between the two keys. E Dilma Elada. So both the Nana Yaakov and the bear came back in the Schos of Moshe, Meis Moshe, Mistal Kukulon. Once Moshe, we're, cut, we're getting to the question. So once Moshe Rabbeinu was nifter, everything disappeared. I will get rid of the three shepherds in one month. But they didn't die in one month. If it's referring to the three shepherds, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam, they did not die in the same month. We had this, everybody knows when Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter, he's Nifter in Adar, right? Zayin Adar. We learned in Rosh Hashanah, I think it was Rosh Hashanah, it's already, uh, whew, that Aaron Akkoyim, remember the whole Pasuk, Aaron was before, it was in Av. So, that, so we know right there, they weren't Nifter in the same month. When was Miriam Nifter? Well, Miriam Mesa ben Nisan, Va'aroim Ba'av, Umoyshu Ba'adar, Elam Elamish in his Batlu, Shloisha Matonis, Toivish, and Nitula Yodan. It's not referring to the shepherds, it's referring to the gift. When Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter, all three disappeared. Well, they disappeared at different times of Anisan, but they came back to Moshe Rabbeinu. And when Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter, all three gifts disappeared. Alma asked the Gemara the question, You see, Moshe Rabbeinu brought the man, even the water afterwards, by himself, for an individual. One individual, Moshe Rabbeinu, brings the man. The Parnassah comes for him. Shani Moshe kivin the Who eats the man? All of Klai Yisrael, Kirabim Dami, yes, it's an individual, but he himself is considered, he's, a, he's an individual, he's considered a rabbit. Ravuna bar Meloyach, Rav Shmuel, Bar Idi, Rav Chiyo, Vivostanyo, Havishchichi, Kamei de Rava. These are Talmudim of Rava. Kinoich Nafshe de Rava, when Rava was lifted, Rosh Hashanah, Kamei de Rav Papa, so they frequent Rav Papa. Koleimas, the Hava, Omar Lu, Shmaitzev, Lehavim, Mr. Avalu. When they couldn't figure out what Rav Papa was talking about, 
they would start rolling their eyes. I don't know exactly what they did. They made some sort of signal one to another. Oh, here he goes again. I don't understand a word he's saying. They started hinting to each other. Rapapa noticed this. And he became very upset. And they showed Rapapa in a dream. I am going to destroy these three Tamidah Chachamim. Why? Rabbi say why? Why am I going to destroy these Tamidah Chachamim? Because of Mevayishim. Mevayish, something like that, especially Rapapa, death. The next day, they say goodbye to him. He wanted, obviously he didn't want him to die over this. So he said, you should leave B'Shalom. In other words, leave my house and suddenly leave this world. He, he, he gave them the bracha, the, 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 the dream should be on them leaving his house and not leaving this world. And they lived. Sponsored by Adam Vales in memory of my mother, Gail Efrathner, of Gail Gidl Bad Bezar, Bechava Rivka, sponsored anonymously as a schus for Shidduchim for my siblings and myself. Amen. Who? Yeah, the what? He says, Really? Wow. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the is different. Maybe the Gaur is here. It's Lishol and Bishon. Americans give a good ending of the story. This is what really is. He wanted to be Miskayim that should stay alive, but he says, What does the to say? Right, no, it's Lisholim and Bisholim. Maybe that's the Nafgimina. Bisholim and Lisholim, maybe that's the Nafgimina. Right. In my Gemara, it says, no, it doesn't say Bisholim. No, he says, on purpose, Bisholim, which is Lisholim, he's telling them, sorry, there's nothing to do about it. That's the dream I hear. Wow. Here's what he says. Look, you could. Okay. Machlaikis, Machlaikis, art scroll and Masifta. Rav Shimi Barashi, Abishir, Kamidra Papa. I was hoping that it's not the pshat. Whoa. Yeah. Our school means both. Okay. I go with the, with the happy ending. Rabshim Barashi, yeah, I went to the shir and the guy rolled his eyes and then the Rebbe said that the three guys died. No, you can't do that. The guy's going to run away from the shir. Rabshim Barashi, again Rapapa. Rabshim Barashi, he would ask him many questions. He saw him falling on his face, meaning Tachnon. In those days, they did it a little differently. They went all the way down. He's asking his own private tefillah there. Hashem, help me from the embarrassment, this, this tremendous Talmud. Huh? You see, you got to be careful. It's sometimes. Like A.B. In, uh, in Chicago. By the way, that kid, with, I didn't have a chance to say, that kid, that goes, ah, after the good morning. Good morning, then the kid. That's A.B. That's the kid that stumped me. Anyway, so he hears him saying, David Hashem, please save me from Shimi. He's asking me beautiful questions and uh, he's going to stop me. It's going to be very, very problematic. He immediately accepted upon himself, Shimi accepted upon himself not to ask any questions during Shir. There's a famous Gemara in Bar-Metziah, the famous, famous sugya where Rebbe Lezer was put in Cherem. You know, in the trees and the Amasamayim, the whole thing. What? Yeah. Yeah. So that famous Gemara. So at the end of the Gemara, the Gemara says over there that Rebeliezer's wife was Rebeliel's sister. So Rebeliezer's wife never let Rebeliezer say Tachnon. 
because she knew that if he said Tachnon once, Rimgamliel, because of the whole story, is going to die. And one day, she thought it's Rishchaydash, so she didn't go to Shul, and she comes running in, and she sees it's too late, just the Tachnon, and she said, without knowing anything, she said, you just killed my brother, you just killed my brother. Anyway, so you see from that Gemara that, that Tachnon was a little bit different than we do today. Today, obviously, a lot of people try to get out of Tachnon, they have every excuse in the world, Tachnon is a very, very powerful tefillah. We try to say it as often as we can. And I mean, literally, books, how you can be potter from Tachnon. Today is the, 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 the rugged Shavas, Rebetzin's yard side. Today is the Chveis Every day is another yard side. You don't have to say, Baruch Hashem, we don't have to say, what a great tefillah today. Wow, we were, you saw how fast it was. It doesn't work like that. Tachnon is a tefillah, a massive tefillah. Okay. So, Yochid. By the way, I noticed something. I, I was very impressed. I got to check it out today in Shmonesri. But I mentioned, I looked around, and somebody came over to me after davening, and I, I noticed it myself, that during Chazar Shashats, the last few days, nobody sat. Nobody was sitting because I mentioned the importance of Chazar Shashats during the daf. I explained why Chazar Shashats is so important, and that the Ramah says we shouldn't sit during Chazar Shashats. It's not a time to learn Torah, da 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 and lo and behold, I couldn't believe it. I'm, not, I'm very impressed. Halavai Viter. But uh, don't take everything I say that literal. But they're going to be doing Tachnon through Rishchoydish, through everything. It's like, Eli said, Eli said, Tachnon, yeah. Rishchoydish also holds like this that Mother comes for the individual, not Parnas, not Rishchoydish. I don't know about the Parnas, but don't Rishchoydish. For individual, By the way, you know why I said that? Because now it's going to be embarrassing to sit down during Chazazat. Even the guy that did sit, there was a guy. No, I'm just kidding. There's one kid, one kid, he wasn't at the shir. He said, the whole place was standing. Unbelievable. It's not a joke. People don't know about this remote. Who told me? Where was he? Oh, what's your name again? Benji, Benji what? You know what? Come over here. Tell me the story. Get over here. Get over here, Benji Silverstone. Tell me what you told me. Come, come on, come. I'm waiting for you. I just don't want to battle. I'm not going to wait 20 seconds for you to come here. We're going to learn Torah now. Get over here. It rains for an individual. Maybe it should go for every one of his fields, regardless whether it needs rain or not. It will rain for a particular field. The entire field. Even if you need it just for one piece of grass. Get over here, come. Come. Tell me what you told me about your grandfather. You and your grandfather. My Zayda stood. Here, here, it's closer to this. I'm good. My Zayda used to stand every davening, including Yom Kippur from beginning to end, even at 80. Even at 80. So when he was a little kid, on Yom Kippur, he couldn't sit down. He felt bad, Pasha, sitting down next to his grandfather. I'm all Yidin. At 80 years old, standing the entire Yom Kippur. Okay, beautiful. Now you can go back to you. You don't have to sit at all. Oh, you're standing here. That's great. It's great. But, but over there, not over here. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it says Azoi, that if a person deserves rain, it will rain even on a single blade of grass. 
It won't, it doesn't need to rain on the whole field. He had a little garden called and he would tore his garden. Omar, this row needs water. This doesn't need. Hashem, don't work too hard. Don't pour it on everything. Just on this row. And it would actually rain exactly where it needed just to show the nace, the Yad Hashem. What does this mean? Hashem gives him his own cloud. These are flying clouds. By the way, the reason why it took me so many years to become a pilot, it took me literally five years. Now, a young guy could do it probably in less than a year. They always said, Ellie, you're a good stick. Meaning, I know how to fly well. Just, you're terrible. That's not the lotion they used. You're terrible at the knowledge. So, what's Pshat? Because in order to become a pilot, you have to read a book this thick on weather. Just weather. Do you know that there's eight types of fog? Advection and valley and ice and uh, precipitation fog. You have to know everything. And why and how? Who cares? I want to fly a plane. No. So, also, there's like 10 types of clouds. Cumulus nimbus, stratus, stratus nimbus, a whole zone. You have to know every type of cloud and what they look like and how they are, what level, da da da. Oh, but it came into parchos. I was thinking about it now when we were learning. My parchos. Omer apapa, eva klisho, tusi eva smichto. Here, here, you want to know the clouds? Here, we got it. Cumulus nimbus, right, boys? Cumulus nimbus, right here. Stratus and nimbus stratus. Uh, very important. These are the two types of clouds that produce rain. This guy and this guy, these are stopped. The Cirrus over here, forget about, you know, the, uh, Cirrus is the name of a plane. Don't get excited with the parish of the Oza. I think maybe he's talking about this one over here. There's a, there's a, uh, a smaller cloud under the, the Nimbus Stratus. The Stratus, and on top of this, the Nimbus Stratus, that's where the rain comes from. And so, no, Cumulus is over here. Don't worry about Cumulus Nimbus. That's higher up. That, these are the main clouds. Cumulus is one giant, doesn't have, this looks better. The stratus underneath. Stop. I'm just throwing this out there. I could be completely wrong. Just like when I said that the sakayim is cicada. The guy, no, no. Because the, the, the guy has a whole thing on literal things. And he shows that what a sakaya is. It's a type of grass, a grasshopper. It's a green one. It, it's, he's probably right. I just thought it was cool that sakaya. I wasn't saying I know what I'm talking about. I was just throwing it out there. I'm not saying that this is what the Gemara means. Saying it's, it's, whatever. In pilot school, this is what it means. Other than that, Okay. What? Oh, my parchos. What does it mean, these, these clouds are flying? There's a smaller cloud to say below a nice thick cloud that has rain. And when you see that, you know it's going to rain. When it rains very, very lightly, like, like a drizzle, you should know that's a sign it's about to rain. After, when you have like a nice, uh, easygoing rain, after the big rain, you should know it's about to stop. It's like a sieve. First, the fine flour comes out, then the thicker stuff. The basamitra, posig mitra. And how, how do you remember that after it rains heavily and then there's a light rain, it means it's going to stop? The waste, the, the manure of a goat. Don't worry, I brought a picture if you don't know what it looks like. There was a, there was a rub that, that one of his. Congregants wanted to make fun of him. So he went to him, he says, Rabbi, I have three major problems. No, no, sit down, my friend, sit down. 
What are you peeking? You're not, that's why you're not allowed to stand over here. He says, I have three problems. My first problem is I can't taste anything. My taste buds finished. Corona? Second problem is that I don't remember anything. I don't remember a thing. Third problem is I always lie. So he says, ah, here, I have a big problem. Come back in an hour, I could solve all your problems. So he comes back in an hour. I so happen to have it on the internet, the Mamash Lamaisa. This is the Rob's hand. He gave him the manure of a goat. Chaya the easy. And he painted one blue and one red. And he said, this chocolate covered. This, take this, it's going to solve your problem. So the guy puts it in his mouth, he starts chewing. He goes, He says, you see, you don't always lie. You're saying the truth. Second of all, you taste just fine. And third of all, you're going to remember the story for the rest of your life. <laughs> but this is higher. The It comes out thicker and then comes out. I, I, I don't want to be the only magician in the world that shows goat's manure. So I had to throw it into a story. But it's very important to see what it looks like. All right. Ula comes to Bavel. He sees the flying clouds. He described stratus nimbus, whatever it is. Rabbi said, get all your kale. What happened? No, mapitam. You think they talk like that in Kailam? Panumone, get rid of the kalim. It's about to rain. It never rained. Just like they lie here in Chutzlaret, the rain also lies. We learned yesterday that if you pledge Zdaka and you don't give it, the rain is going to stop. They lie, they pledge and they don't give. We also had this Gemara, if you remember. He saw a whole bucket of dates for one small Zuz. Omar. So it's like you go to America, you say, Reboisai, you could, you could lease a car for a uh, hundred bucks a month. And it used to be like two years ago before Corona. Today it's $2,000 a month. Whatever. You could, you could buy, you could go to Target. You have everything, everything. For a dollar, you get this and that. You could even buy like chat uh, pami, disposables over there. Disposable plates for, for a buck. Over here it costs $35 for six plates. So what's your excuse to not learn Tyra? What is your excuse? How do you have an excuse? That's what he comes there. He says, you guys are nuts. You could buy a whole thing of, of dates for a buck. A pineapple in America, 99 cents. Over here in Israel, 75 shekel. I'm not, not exaggerating. Am I exaggerating? No. And then over there, six times the size also. From Hawaii, it's this big. Over here, 65 shekel, 75 shekel. Of course she does. What are you going to not have pineapple? She doesn't know how much it costs. She goes, I said, do you know how much you pay for that? No, how much? Three shekel? Oh, okay, whatever. It's a different story for a different time. So he ate all these things. He was so excited. He ate all the... Omar, by the way, I just printed this out. Why is it called Dvash? Because it's in the Pazik. Dvash is referring to dates. That's how the Torah calls it. It's, it. It does taste like honey. It's beautiful stuff. If you know what, where to get them from. I ate a whole basket full of knives. Bezuzah, look what it did to my stomach overnight. And then he, in America, you know how much tirdus they have, and you have to earn $200,000 a year. They don't have, you have to pay for tuition and for, and for medical and for this. They don't, you know what a life they have over there? Nebuch. And they actually put aside 45 minutes to learn the daf. Unbelievable. 
Tanya Rebbe Leza Oimer Kololim Kuloi Mimei Akiyanis Ushoyim. So now we have Machloikis. Where does water come from? Where does rain come from? Comes from the ocean. It says Shenem Avedi Alamin Aretz Vishko Es Kol Pnei Adama Omer Rebbe Shua. Huh? Yes, I'm Kasha. How could it come from the ocean? It's salty. Like we know today, it evaporates and it leaves the salt behind. It becomes, it becomes sweet in the clouds. No, all the water of the world comes from Shemayim. Avi's already looking at me. How does he explain it through sides? I don't know. They, they come, the Anonim go, they go up to Shemayim. They open up. Their, their mouth, they get the rain from up there. They have, a, they have a little, like a sifter. And they sprinkle water on the ground. You should know. Imagine, like, you know those planes that go over the fires and they put out the fire? They open up the thing. Imagine that hit you on the head. As you're walking, Akash Baruch makes a nase. It comes down slowly. Tipa, tipa. Each, between each and every one, there's, there's a, the size of a hair. It doesn't come in one shot. It's a tremendous thing that we have rain. It's like the day that heaven and earth were created. Take care. His wisdom is beyond comprehension. It's one of the pillars. You can't, you can't imagine, you can't comprehend all the, all the details that go into Teva. That the water comes from up there above. Obviously that goes according to the sheet of Rebbe like we had yesterday. Right, there's a box, a whole thing, the rain comes in the back. Since the clouds go upwards, then it's considered, it comes from up there. Look at this pasuk. It says in the pasuk, "How is there dust and dirt in Shemayim? There's no dust and dirt. Obviously, it came from down here, and once it went up, it comes back down." Okay, we could stop over here, boys. Have a wonderful day and week.